This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. With a reckless streak, yeah, the grass never gets too grown. Underneath my feet, city lights, southern stars, no such thing has gone too far. I'm running wide open. I was born with my feet in motion. Since I met you, I swear I could be happy anyway. Now tell me. This is not a great love song. <laughs> <laughs> he said it yesterday. There weren't any. They're all baseball. I can't even hear you because it's terrible songs too loud. <laughs> this is terrible. This kind of reminds you a little old school. It doesn't have the baseball cap, whatever. It, like, it does sound like a Blake show. <laughs> I was caught up the for the most part. I had to respond to my it's son, but <laughs> your facial expression got me, man. You know this show song, but Eric. Go ahead, about, sing it. No I don't know it at all. You what know these lyrics. Why is it so loud? Is it DJ Khaled? Is he, is he behind it? <laughs> Why am I yelling? <laughs> we the best music. There's no songs with just Another about one. love. This one is 100% about love. It's not about You know how you're yelling? We the best. You know how I feel like you're yelling right now? <laughs> I don't think so. It's a party going on at WSOY, baby. Oh, wait. Did I turn on 95Q? <laughs> Hey, it's DJ Robbie Urbanic here. <laughs> we, we the best. <laughs> Convict music. I try. I try. Oh, she 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 went with the love situation. Yeah, yeah. she just played it forever. Yeah, it was. <laughs> There's worse songs, but that's yeah. That's not I the song I thought it was. Same with Gwen Stefani. Have another song out. No, I, don't, I don't know of it. They sang one. Just on a Zoom interview with Fallon, I, it didn't sound like the same thing. Maybe they did a cover or something. Might have been. Well, no, they didn't. I mean, they did a song that they had sang together. So <laughs> that was so funny, man. Maybe that was <laughs> that being released. I don't know. I told you, Courtney, at least once every show we need to throw in some kind of country song. Every how did that every, song go? Every song. Came what were they talking in? about? Oh. Being happy anywhere with the person you love. In the country, on the at the market, that, buying that, goats from a guy in the road. <laughs> <laughs> at Walmart and Kroger's, <laughs> hold your lovers hand and roll. <laughs> there you go. We just wrote a country song. There that it is. That was pretty good. Yeah. I would listen to that. Yeah. 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 All right. The uh, hour two is upon us. We made it to hour two. Oh, on election day. We're here on election day. On election day. Make sure you go vote. Let nobody turn you away from voting. At 410, as the sun barely peaks over the over the old Pacos, over the downtown cafe building, mm. it's almost election night. <laughs> yeah, 410. And again, I'll ask this question that, that Nick defended every year. Why is it so important that the sun is up at 7 if it's going to be dark at 4? Wouldn't the farmers appreciate another hour of sleep, too, or if they're just going to work when it's sunny? Are they going to work when it's dark anyway? Yeah, my, mm. we would get more sun. People would get more sun, and you know, if, if we're worried about getting sun for your health, people work till four. Even <laughs> teachers, do they really get out of work before four? You know, in a normal Man, non-COVID no. world, do they get out of the classroom before? Not four? at all. I don't think anybody. I don't. Today, work hours are just different, man. Even if you get off at 5 That's o'clock, true. you're leaving at 6. Some, you know, some people if you get off 3, you're leaving at 4. Some it's, people go outside and do their work now. Yeah. I oh, well, a, definitely during this pandemic, we're doing yeah. work from the kitchen, you know? Yep. This is different. You're doing it from just outside your pool room. <laughs> right. In the other room. Exactly, in the other room. Malachi's laying behind you in bed still, but. <laughs> Malachi, God, listen. I totally forgot we had a. <laughs> listen, this is the crazy. I'm a horrible father. Listen, so Malachi, you know, he's preparing to move. Yep. Yep. So I took his bed out the room and put it in, in the left the mattress on the uh, the man cave floor and said, yeah, you can sleep here until, you know, it's time for you to move. And he's like, but, Dad, we got a guest room. I can't come back and sleep in the guest room. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you can sleep in the guest room. Oh, man, that's horrible. You can sleep on a on the floor. On the floor. The, <laughs> I'm sorry, son. I forgot about wonder that. Why they, wonder why he's moving. 
Right. <laughs> he said, well, we got to get it. I said, oh, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, it's different. Uh, got got some uh, clarity, by the way. There are three seats of, available. Uh, Pat McDaniel uh, for city council. David Horn. David and, Horn. That's what I was thinking And about. Chuck Kuehl's seat. And Chuck Kuehl. Yeah. It's yeah. Kuehl, not Cole. Cole. I never really know. I used to call him Brother Kill. Kill? Kill, man. Brother Kill. You thought K-U-H-L-E was just automatically Kill? Kill. I did, just never really paid Kiel attention. Kill or Kill? Kill. Kill. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, Kill. I thought you were saying Kill. Kill. Oh, no. That's not probably Kiel. pronounced Kill. Kill. What's up, Chuck Kill? <laughs> Brother Kill. I think I would normally say, if I was guessing, I would probably guess Cool. But it's Kill. Cole. I would guess Cole. Yeah. Don't go silent on me. I... I'm not trying to sound like I know more than you about names, but I have had to learn a lot more names in my life with all these high school basketball players. <laughs> I would never say Cole. <laughs> yeah, David David Horn won. I can I I, I know he won. I believe sure. I believe he's running for re-election. Oh, sorry, he's going to win. <laughs> all right. Uh, I know Chuck was deciding last I heard, and I and I believe I was told Pat is not running for re-election. Pat's been there for a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... I like new names. I like the idea. Yeah. Look at this picture of Rodney. Yeah. And think... they have, on the city website, it says Rodney Skywalker. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> ain't, nobody else, ain't nobody else got a nickname? <laughs> Rodney Skywalker. It's not like, it's not like that Bill. is not your middle name, boy. Your yeah. mama didn't name you Sky. No, it's in quotes, so it's a nickname. I know, I see it. It's not Bill funny. Buckaroo Faber. <laughs> no, nobody else has a nickname on here. Patty Bowtie McDaniel. You know how, you know how Sky got to be, man. That's Sky, man. That's... The... <laughs> That's my other bald headed friend. <laughs> Very bald headed counsel. Um, and you, right. <laughs> uh, David, oh, David and Chuck. If 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 they don't run for reelection, it's, it's uh, David's going to. David is running again. Yeah, I going, have heard that. David's going to win, man. I can see him winning. And I, I know we know we know Ed Culp is running, and that's the only person I know that has publicly announced it. I believe so. I see Ed winning too. Thanks to Tom Brinkhunter's one that said, "Hey, these three seats are coming open." And I said, "You going to oh. run?" And he said, "No." Tommy, if Tom ran, he would win. I think he probably would win. Everybody's winning today. Who do you think should run for city? Give me a name out of nowhere that should run for city council. Terrence Taylor. Does he have room? In his, he's like a Rodney. <laughs> Him and Rodney have similar schedules. Dude, for real. You guys do take time to make money in your life, right? Support your families? Yeah. As busy these guys are with you know helping other people? Yeah, I think That's... the reason why Rodney is bit busy, extremely busy, is because he's doing it for his family. When you really pay a close close attention to everything that he's doing, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it complements his family oh, he, extremely he well. He coaches because of his, his son. Family. The gym was all about his son. Like That's one of the things that, um, the, the, you know, like he don't get enough credit about as it relates to being a father and a husband, like big big shots out to him for that because he does everything sure. for his family, man. That's what I admire most about Councilman Walker, you know. Yeah, you got to give me a name, Don. Who should run for city council? Eric Lee. Don't, you can't say radio employees. <laughs> for real? I'm just saying. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> I, I'd like to do that when, I was, when I'm older. Yeah, cool. I think you, you would win. I'm all about trying to represent. You would definitely win. I don't think I would. What? Do because I don't. Because win? I wouldn't represent a side of a political party. You don't have to. I don't represent a side. Of I know you don't have to announce it, but I don't clearly represent Dude, one. You would win. Trust okay. me, Eric. Everybody loves. Because I got Cordy's vote. Yeah, you got my vote. Chad Corley is one out of nowhere that I think would be a great city. He's, he's a dentist in town. Mm, okay. And he, he would he would say if 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 they heard us talking about, it, he would think I was I was jabbing and making fun mm-hmm. of him. But, but I think he would be. I love the way that guy's mind thinks works i don't even know his political sense i just think you just some people that would be great representation tom brie would be one you know who i think should run for school board school board yeah my only my Cruz, only tim Cruz. oh that'd be fantastic oh my gosh that would be phenomenal if tim Cruz ran for school board that'd be really good. i hope he's like his ears are hurting right now he's retired is there a is he's it a retired educator yep is it is it is that a good thing no that's a great thing because okay. then he has time to but, go but to things are changing he hasn't yeah. been he hasn't been there for a few years is that and it's an honest question because you only to you because you're you're sitting in the seat. Mm-hmm. But, but is that have, have things changed so much that it would be hard for somebody retired for a few years to catch Not up on, on what nope. e-learning is or you know the, the ag stuff? I mean, just nah, no, okay, no, nah, he's he's well versed. Well, then where's Barb Hannon because she was my favorite teacher ever. Bar Miss Barb. Yeah. Well, did you ever have Miss Hannon? She did. She taught like debate, mm-hmm. uh, but she also did I think English. I just never happened to line up with her for. You know who I'm looking for. Ms. Barr and Ms. Roach. 
I don't remember that. I need to find these ladies. Yeah. My fifth and sixth grade teacher. I need fifth to find and sixth them. grade. From where? What school? John Adams. That's closed, right? Yep. How long ago did that close? A long time ago. It turned into Garfield. Oh, okay. That. Yep. So how's that feel to have your school closed? Um, I feel kind of like how you feel. When yeah, yeah try, try, try having all of them closed. <laughs> <laughs> or at least one of them downgraded. Right. <laughs> and literally, if you tell a 15, 16-year-old, I went to Stephen Taylor, they're like, well, where did you go to high school? In their head. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about my middle school. Right, right, right. It's different. Shut it's up, different. kid. <laughs> <laughs> you old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You old, bro. I, I, guy that went to Stephen Decatur High School is now guy to me that said they went to old Decatur High downtown. Oh, I was Decatur High running red. Yeah. <laughs> when there was one school in town, it was downtown. No, I was like, that guy's old. So now that's me. Like, I went to Stephen Decatur High School. What do you mean high school? Bro, I was buying a mirror today at Walmart, right? And this kid was like, hey, excuse me, old school. I was like, look, man. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> oh, excuse me, old school. I'm like, what? The what? <laughs> I got to change my shoes, man. I'm going to buy me some Jordans. That is today. a hilarious way to knock on somebody right there. Excuse, excuse me, old school. Like, <laughs> whoa, man, this is, time is flying. It's different. I think you could call like Marv Dampier old school and it wouldn't offend him. You know, like, but yeah, when you're 38, yeah, when, you're, when you're 38, come on, man. Or Mr. No. Taylor at Stephen Decatur. I think you could probably call him old school. <laughs> yeah. You'll find out real quick if it is a problem because these guys would start hammering you into the, into the right, floor. Right, right, right. Uh. That tripped me out, man. What's, up? What's up, old school? <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. No. <laughs> Hold up. Hmm. Man, I went home and, and did 10 jumping jacks. <laughs> I, 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 I could have done about three probably. All right. <laughs> the road to the election tonight. You want to, you wanna, I don't know if this is kind of a dummy's guide. Uh, I, I think most people probably understand it. But most people know you need 270 electoral votes to win the election. Every mm-hmm. state has electoral votes based on what their uh, uh, enrollment, on what their population is. So that's why the another reason the census is so important, mm-hmm. knowing who's living where. But the, uh, Vox has kind of put out, you know, key things to watch tonight. You you want you want to be ahead of the game, you know, you're gonna it's gonna come out. One percent of the Illinois vote is in, and they're gonna declare Illinois to Biden. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. It's going to come out 1%, and they're going to declare New York to Biden. Right. They're going to declare um, what's a uh, Mississippi to, to Trump. They're going to declare probably South Carolina to Trump. You know, some of those automatic winners mm-hmm. who, you know, that, that it's just that's just what the state is. It's predominantly uh, that, uh, that, that political party. So these are the big six to watch. These are the six swing states. Michigan. Right. Actually, we'll, we'll go from time zone. Florida, uh-huh. North Carolina, yeah, and Pennsylvania, okay, are on the East Coast, and then the the, the Midwest time zone would be Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Michigan, right? Now some of Michigan's in the East, some of Michigan's, uh, I think some of Michigan's, I don't know, they might be in the East Coast. I don't know when they'll close polls, but I think some of Michigan's in the Central time zone. I could be wrong, but then to the West, Arizona, so Arizona, North Carolina, Florida, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. The big six swing states, most likely to, deter- to determine the outcome of the election. Those six. Right. Four of them, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Florida, Obama won in 12, and Trump won in 16. Wow. So Obama got Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Florida, and Hillary did not. Trump mm-hmm. took those away to the Republican Party. All right? Mm-hmm. Trump has four states he desperately needs to defend. Ohio, Iowa, Georgia, and Texas. Uh, they probably won't be tipping point states, but if they do flip to Biden, it this is a box saying this. Mm-hmm. Box, it probably means that Biden is winning big if one of these were to, were to flip. Uh, there's another. They, they, Texas hasn't gone Democrat, hasn't gone blue since 1976. Just something that they added in there as a, as one of their notes. It's a, it's 38 electoral college votes are enormous. Uh, the states Biden is, is desperate to defend for the Democratic Party anyway. Um, states where he's polling ahead, but Trump would like to make gains and obviously win, uh, are Maine and New Hampshire on the East Coast, Minnesota mm-hmm. in the Central, and Nevada out West. So those are important to Biden. So if you see Trump taking any of those away, it could mean some bad news. Uh, and then you know, it kind of tells us uh, a little way, you know, how, you know, <laughs> Going back to these, you know how this could play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the six key states have gotten by far the most attention from the campaigns. 
to report almost 85% of ad spending from presidential campaigns and outside groups have been focused on those six states, uh, you know, in addition a little bit to the ones that they're, they're trying to defend. But uh, these states matter so much because they're all medium to big. They're pretty evenly divided politically. Four of them, which are Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, were won by Obama and then Trump. North Carolina went for Obama in 08, but the Republicans in the two elections since. Um, so Obama got North Carolina in 08 and lost it in 12, and it stayed with Trump in 16. That's interesting to note. Arizona has voted for Republicans for decades, but has been trending Democratic in recent years. So is it a matter of time until it becomes a Democratic state? Eking out a small margin of victory in most of these states can give a candidate a massive electoral college payoff, as Trump discovered in 16 when he won all six. He won three of those by less than a percentage point. Recent polling shows some separation among the, these big six states. Florida and North Carolina are the rightmost of the batch, meaning Biden averages about a very narrow one- to three-point lead, apparently, mm-hmm. in those two. Michigan and Wisconsin seem to be the leftmost, with Biden leading polls there by five to seven points. Then Pennsylvania and Arizona are in the middle. Biden leads by three to six points. Biden is leading all six, but so is Hillary, I believe. I think mm-hmm. she was leading all six, according to these numbers that you may or may not care about. If the current polls are right on and Biden wins all those states, he'll clearly have won the presidency. But if the race tightens or if Trump overperforms polls, small margins in these six states will likely determine the winner. In this group, there are 101 electoral college votes at stake. And if the winner in every other state is the same as 16, which is far from a sure thing, but they're going to get to more of that, Biden will begin with a slight edge. Biden's magic number is that he'd need 38 of those 101 to win the presidency. Trump's bar would be higher. He'd need 66 of them. To get to his magic number, then Trump likely has to win Florida and three more of the states in this group, most plausibly North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Biden, meanwhile, could reach his own magic number by winning Florida plus any one of the remaining five in the group, assuming there's no surprising losses elsewhere. And, the, and there's a map here that that if he wins Florida plus just Wisconsin, which has the fewest electoral votes of these on the list, uh, he would win and get to 271. Isn't it so weird to see a mostly red map? Yeah, it's always a weird. mostly red map. Yeah. But tr- but the last well, what? Not the last two, but two of the last four elections, a mostly red map, but a a a, a uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, but the Democrats won the full vote. They won the what vote? They won the popular vote. The popular mostly vote. red map, but Democrats won the popular. Vote. Always won the popular vote. So just Democrats just live in the same 10 states. Isn't that weird how, how that happens in just massive numbers? Another path for Biden, which doesn't rely on Florida or North Carolina, would be through winning just Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, flipping back those states Trump closely won in 16. That would give him 278. There's also the possibility of the Electoral College tie, which they're calling scary on Vox, which would occur if, if Trump wins Florida, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, and Biden wins Michigan, Wisconsin, and Arizona. And every other result from 16 stayed the same. They're tied at 269. Mm. How the hell is that possible? And then what happens? <laughs> Does it say anything about... Uh, well, hold on, I'll keep going. Another quirk in the Electoral College system is just two small states, Maine and Nebraska, have made the unusual decision to allot some of their electoral votes to the winners in each congressional district in the state. So they don't give all their electoral votes to one presidential candidate. So they give them, uh, they don't give all their, their votes to the statewide winner as the other 48 states do. Practically, one of Maine's two districts is safe for Democrats and two of Nebraska's three districts are safe for Republicans. But the remaining district in each state, Maine's second district and Nebraska's second district, is up for grabs. With just one electoral vote, stake at each, they'll only actually matter in a, in a race like this 269. So there are, which I, I you know, those two, I don't, I don't know who has to win the two, but there's a point available for each. I wonder, I wonder if that is counted in their 269 to 269, the two for Nebraska and the one in Maine already. So it could come down to something as simple as a district in Maine and a district in Nebraska. So with they, just one they electoral, need 270? They need you, 270. With just right. one electoral, electoral vote at stake for each, they'll only actually matter in a closer race. But if such a close contest transpires, they'll be crucial. For instance, the 269 tie map would flip to Biden if he was able to win just Nebraska's second district. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's amazing. Maine's second is rural, and white voters lacking college degrees make up a large share of the electorate. <laughs> its result in presidential years has always been the same as Maine's statewide result until 16, 
when Trump won it by the sizable margin of 10 points while losing the state by three. So Trump won that district last time around. As for Nebraska's second district, encompassing Omaha, Obama actually won a previous version of it in 08. Nebraska Republicans responded during the next redistricting redistricting by moving some Democratic voters out of the district. So Republicans won it in 12 and 16, but polls show Biden doing well there this time around as education polarization continues. Both college-educated white voters and minority voters make up significant chunks of the electorate in this urban district. Here's another scenario where the two congressional districts could decide the president. If Biden wins Michigan and Pennsylvania, but Trump wins Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, and Wisconsin, with the two key congressional districts undecided, that would be a 268 tie. Mm. So I'm throwing way too many things out there now. Bottom line is you know some of the states to keep an eye on. You know, if you're going to start seeing numbers come in, you're going to, the most, the biggest is Florida. But you're going to want to know as numbers start rolling in at the very beginning, what's going on in Florida, what's going on in Pennsylvania, what's going on in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other notes of the six swing states that will de- likely determine the election. The general expectation is that Florida, North Carolina, and Arizona, they're in a good place to count most of their votes tonight or at least soon afterward. Of course, the closer the margin in any of these states, the longer it's going to take to settle who won. Uh, and unexpected problems may arise. But these states have at least done the bare minimum to prepare for the unprecedented number of mailed ballots pouring in this year. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan are the trio of states. They clinched Trump's victory in 16. They're a different story. Republican legislatures in each have almost totally refused to update antiquated policies on how mailed ballots will be processed and counted. So these states could take days to finish their accounts. Isn't that a little surprising to hear? The president's mad that it's taking that we may have to wait days to get most essentially they pointed out Pennsylvania, but it's a Republican state legislature that, that didn't change the rules. That, isn't that a little backwards? Do you think he would have got him to change whatever rules towards what he would want the election <laughs> night to be? I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. That's Republican legislatures. that didn't change it. If the in-person vote is more pro Trump than the mail in vote in these states, a slow mail count could leave the impression Trump's ahead on election night, even if it's incorrect. So be prepared for some of that um so yeah that's where we are so some states to watch tonight as you watch like it's a sporting event right has has donald had some elusive or some funny tweets lately i think he i think he put out a a tweet this morning what did they just say in one of those breaks of of, it's just all him bad dancing and he tweeted it out oh really yeah yeah like he's actually poking some fun at himself which you've never seen this guy joke that's interesting. Yeah, that, that is. Let's get a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have Jason Albright and Abby Custer with the Children's Museum. We'll catch up with what they've got going on. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what else is happening as we close up shop on election night. It's already starting to get dark. Wow. Gross. On the way to break, peak of the three-day weather forecast. This one's uh, by O'Shea Builders. Courtney Carson. This is your WSOY three-day forecast brought to you by O'Shea Builders. Today, it was sunny with a high near 68. Tonight, clear with a low around 45. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high just over 70. And on Thursday, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 70. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast brought to you by O'Shea Builders. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And remember to vote. Rich Dennison. Polls in Georgia, Vermont, Virginia, Indiana, Kentucky, South Carolina close at 7 Eastern with voter turnout across the country expected to hit record numbers. President Trump today visiting campaign staff in Virginia, criticizing those who say the results of today's election might not be immediately known. Well, I think you'll know possibly tonight, depending on the extent of a victory. I think you could know tonight. Former Vice President Joe Biden was in his hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania today, meeting with supporters. Fox's Peter Ducey. While Biden was in Scranton, he also signed a wall inside the home he lived in as a young child, writing from this house to the White House with the grace of God, Joe Biden, 11-320. More than 100 million Americans voted before polls opened today through absentee and mail-in ballots, as well as through early voting. America is listening to Fox News.
O'Shea Builders has been providing Central Illinois with high-quality commercial construction services since the turn of the century. No, not this century. Last century. Since 1900, 120 years of experience to get your commercial project done the right way. O'Shea can handle all of your commercial construction projects, from simple building repairs to new construction. You can visit their office on East North Street across from the ADM Training Center or visit O'ShaeBuilders.com. That's O-S-H-E-A to get started today. Hi, I'm Scott Reeder. I have 20 years experience as a prosecutor and 15 years as a public defender. Local elections are important now more than ever because we don't always have control over what might come out of Springfield or Chicago. As your state's attorney, I will have the ability to use common sense in the application of the law. Our community's safety, well-being, and economic prosperity are my concern. As state's attorney, I will protect all the citizens of Macon County. Please vote for me, Scott Reeder, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Scott Reeder. As our community moves forward, just say the word. We are here. First Mid is here to help area businesses navigate through difficult financial times, offering services for deposits, loans, and insurance. Refreshment Services Pepsi is helping keep your favorite beverages in our restaurants and on store shelves. The team at Decatur Blue supports business needs through visual communication projects, such as flyers, signage, and more. We will rise better, stronger, together. Message brought to you by the Decatur Regional Chamber of Commerce. 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. This upcoming election, vote no on the Illinois constitutional amendment question. A no vote will continue to ensure all Illinoisans pay the same income tax rate. A no vote will prevent politicians in Springfield from being able to pick and choose whose taxes they want to raise. A no vote will hold Springfield accountable to all voters. Vote no on the constitutional amendment and keep our state's income tax flat and fair. Paid for by the No Progressive Tax, Illinois Farm Bureau. I'm Corky Nicholson from Hickory Point Bank. What good are values if they change according to circumstance? At Hickory Point Bank, our values are as constant as the sunrise, which is why we've inspired trust and loyalty among our customers for decades. Of course, we consider loyalty a two-way street, so no matter what the circumstances, we'll be here to serve you, to guide you, and to help you succeed, because those are the values that matter most. Hickory Point Bank, invested, member FDIC. Buyers and Company on WSOY. Why is the executive cabinet deciding bonuses for uh, admin support, deciding bonuses for principals, but then the board is deciding bonuses for an assistant superintendent? Yeah, understood. It's messy. And it's it's where we recognize that this is probably not what we should have been doing, and we pull it back. Buyers and Company, weekday mornings 6 to 9 on WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, and streaming live at this is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Say it, Courtney. Here I come. Nobody knows this part of the song. <laughs> right. Walking on sunshine. Yeah. I hit that note. Somebody tell me how that sounds good. That hurt. Painful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had my days mixed up. Abby and Jason are on tomorrow. I don't know, I don't know how I put them on today. So it's just us. We do have Lauren Young coming up uh, in, a, in a few moments to preview what's happening on Pharmacy Facts with them friends. Tomorrow on the show, 
Abby Custer and Jason Allware with the Children's Museum. Alex Frazier with the library. Mm-hmm. We got a pretty open week. Ask a guy. Got, yeah, we'll do ask a guy. You want to do that uh, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday at three thirty or four. They're they're both open right now. You got? Are you ready for a couple? Almost definitely. I, I, I got to remember. I should start writing these down. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you about your shorts at all. These aren't long. <laughs> or, I mean, these aren't short. They are. <laughs> no, they, you were right the first. No. Well, they're not long either. But these are uh, these are knees. No. Do you do you wear any? Uh, I don't. What what do you wear for dress shorts? They're they're long past your knees still. No, I, I'm not gonna lie. No, they're not. They're yeah. loose. Well, I can't help. I can't help how wide the legs are. <laughs> can't help uh, what I got to fit into these things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but you look smooth, man. You always mm-hmm. you got a major swag to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like swag. It's just walking in pain. <laughs> hey, Dom, what's up with your body armor? Talk to me about your water. How did that taste? The same as every single one. Don't well, you don't like a bunch of them. I just don't like water. You don't like this one either? I don't like any of them. Maybe she'll like Hint. Do you like water with a little flavor? I've tried Hint. It it tastes like fruit-flavored cardboard. Yeah, that's probably true. She said fruit-flavored cardboard? Yeah. So, Don, what's your water intake? Just curious. Not much at all. I mean, when I work out. I drink it when I work out. Oh, we got to get you on some water, Don. I drink a lot of milk, though. That's healthy for you. Same with me. Hey, ton of milk. Tons of milk. Mm-mm. At a certain point in time, is is not that healthy for you though. Yeah, we know, Doctor Carson. <laughs> yeah, let me get my <laughs> let me get my doctor on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounded like it was AD. <laughs> that was meant for AD, you know. You're kind of you're missing the lisp. His lisp is uh is uh comforting because. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, I he embraces the list. He does. Mm-hmm. He gets that from his dad. His dad, his pops have a little list. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you yelling at us while we were playing tennis? <laughs> My God, I made him mad the last time we played tennis. Man, I was talking so much stuff. He's like, okay, I'm going to bring the heat. And the man, the dude literally, like, start. It's all about the serve. Can he, can he crush oh the serve at you? Dude. I wouldn't be able to return it. Dude, you can't. Yeah. It's hard. That dude is, and he got an ugly serve, too. <laughs> it's weird looking, man, but he's so good. You know? I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take him. I'll, I'll, I'll bet on him. Polo Belgium, you know, I can. Um, so, so did, did they say when, when you were reading that, did they say, did, did anything read when we were to get some projections? It, it did. One of the things I did say was out of those major states, we're, we're going to know a lot about uh, three of those six tonight. Mm-hmm. What was it? North Carolina, Wisconsin, and Arizona. They're pretty confident. We'll know most of those tonight. But Pennsylvania and and polling places close at what seven time? o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Polling places close at seven o'clock. And I don't get in the building by seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And if you walk, if you're standing in line. Where did you vote? Did we vote at the same place? Um, did you go north? Um, the, the, holy, what's the church right here? What do you mean right here? Not right here, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm from your down, from that, down the street from my house. The one in the corner, right there of of fifty one and Mound. Yep. It's where a friend of mine got married. Mm-hmm. The one with the very unique shaped yep. front. Okay, yep. I think it's like so a it's, triangle. It's different. It was different today. It would make sense. It's different today. So. Oh, that's not where you've always voted. No, because we moved. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So well, I didn't get to see my old. Well, we're much closer to that place than St. John's behind the Y, but we voted the Y. Mm-hmm. We're just, but we've got 51 separating us. So that's a big difference, right. probably. Yeah. Yep. So it's a little different. People didn't know me. Thank the folks in there, in there, and that are uh, volunteering their time. Yeah, for sure. That's a that's long huge, day, man. Like, 13 hours in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, you should feel satisfied. I mean, individuals who don't do all that they can to either get out the vote or even, you know, go to vote, encourage individuals to vote, then they should feel. You know, a little, a tad bit worried, but like if you've done all you can to make sure that you created a level of awareness and help somebody get to a bowling place and you did your due diligence, man, you should feel good about yourself. That's a win by itself, you know. 
Yeah, but just and but if, just because your your folks don't win tonight, you don't need to drag anybody down. For real? No, you can't. Not at all. We shouldn't. We, without and on purpose. If you if 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 you don't win, call the you know if you got a Republican friend or a Democrat friend, call them and say, hey man, let's let's go get something to eat tomorrow. Some <laughs> do some because the healing there has to be a healing process because we took man we. Relationships were severed during this campaign. There's more than 100 million votes already cast. Mm-hmm. I saw that. You know? Well, this is kind of fun. Um, just looking for interesting stories because I know they're out here. <laughs> Joe Biden, the former vice president. Mm-hmm. Dixville Notch, New Hampshire, is a township along the U.S.-Canada border. That is among the first places in the country to make its presidential preference known. The ballots were cast in the minutes after midnight, becoming some of the first cast and counted on Election Day. By tradition, all eligible voters gather in the storied ballot room at the Balsams Resort in Dixville Notch to cast their secret ballots once polls open up at midnight. Once every ballot is cast, votes are tallied and results are announced hours before anywhere else making it a favorite spot for reporters and observers eager for any hints of what is to come on Election Day. Despite the attention, the unincorporated township in New Hampshire in New Hampshire, in New Hampshire's northern tip isn't always predictive of the eventual winner or even the state's pick. In 16, Dixville Notch went for then-Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton, even though then-GOP nominee Donald Trump went on to win the Electoral College. Nearby Millsfield also opened its polls at midnight, and Trump won Millsfield, by 11 votes. Mm. I haven't told you the numbers yet. The pandemic, though, scuttled plans for midnight voting in Hart's location, a town further south, and tuckered in the White Mountains, officially told WMUR. All 48 voters there can cast ballots during normal daylight hours rather than the traditional midnight ballot count. But Dixville Notch voters don't really have to worry about lines. There were only 12 residents in the township as of the 2010 census. The early hours voting tradition has held in primary and general elections since 1960, despite the municipality's dwindling population and a brief question of how it would hold its February primary after the town's selectmen moved away, meaning nobody was available to help administer the election. Fortunately for the political junkies who have taken to Dixville Notch, that position was filled and the tradition continued for its 60th year. And the results are from Dixville Notch. Joe, ba- Joe Biden, five. Donald Trump, zero. <laughs> <laughs> five people voted, and they all went to the former vice president. Mm. Uh, I, just, I don't care who they voted for. I just think that's a cool little right. cool little story. You, Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire is being talked about today. Yeah, you do things a little differently, you never know. That's kind of cool. <laughs> D- Dixville, Notch. Have you? Was that your first time hearing about? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. Do they have a basketball team? There's only five voters, <laughs> but I guess they're not all in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start five. What if they? What if they could hold their own though? Huh? What if they did and they could hold their own? Yeah, that'd be dope. And they went to the <laughs> they went to the state. They won a state championship or the national championship. That'd be dope. Sure to see if there are any other interesting stories, but there's just not. These are all just normal. Have you ever? Stuff. Have you and your wife? How long have you been married? Six years. Six years. Okay. I, I call it ten, though. You call it ten. I do the same thing. I'm making, I'm making that up. I'm making fun of you. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> what been... a coinky dink. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife probably like, oh, my gosh, he is so crazy. Actually, when people ask, I always go, I don't like 40, 45. Mm-hmm. And then I get that face. That mm-hmm. you're such an idiot face. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you going with that? You were asking something. Have we what? I for- Oh, I was going to, I mean, I was going to ask, did you guys have vote for different people? Have you had that issue? I, I asked her today. We don't necessarily talk. I asked her if she was going to vote for in certain races, which she's going to vote for today. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not that much different at home. It's not like we're at home talking about our non-politics. Right. I think we voted for different people before we got together. I think we mm. started seeing some things similarly. Yeah. But definitely not at home am I going to care who anybody votes for. Yeah. I remember my dad and my 
cousin. We'd there be family fights, and I'm just sitting there going, "This doesn't even matter." It's like so and so won by like a thousand votes or something. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the sheriff's race—that's rare. <laughs> that's rare. That it's important was, to vote. Yeah, it's important to vote. That was a but ultimately, situation. after the vote, as long as it wasn't a one, uh, wasn't within like a few votes, you can't blame anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because somebody won and somebody didn't. Your votes technically didn't matter, but everybody had to vote to get to that point. I just got a feeling that I was that one vote that got Sheriff Crown over the, you know, that won him the victory. Could you imagine feeling indebted to every single person that voted for you? <laughs> every single person. And could oh, could man. you also imagine having a super busy day mm-hmm. and not voting? And your candidate lost by one. Oh my! What if it's your What if it's your best friend, dude? And deep down, it's like I'm not. I'm never going to tell him that I didn't get to the polls, dude. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, what if you didn't vote and he lost by one? Oh my gosh! Like, I can't hurt. imagine the feeling that, that Jim Root felt. Like, that's just so unbelievable to to do all that work and have yeah. it come down to to one vote. It's un, it's it's. I felt like it should have been national news. Mm-hmm. Like they should have been talking. This should have been national stories. You know, it's like yeah, a sheriff determined by one vote. Like, how many times in the in the whole country? Has any race been determined by one vote? Right. Like, I'm sure it's happened. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. If you tell me it's happened 100 times in the country, I, I believe I've it. never even heard of it. I just, yeah. when that happened, I was like, oh, my God. That is, like, it to me, it's phenomenal. It's great that it happened like that. Yeah. You know, because that, that put emphasis on uh, how important the vote is. For the rest of time. Yeah. Every single election that comes up, we tell that story. These guys are going to both be retired and gone, and mm-hmm. their lives are going to not matter to this right. anymore. And it's going to be a story that people are going to tell in this community. Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, I've always thought about, gosh, what if you didn't vote and your guy lost by one? That, that'd be that'd be a tough pill. Like, you got to be kidding me. This is the one time ever around here it's going to be determined by one. Right. <laughs> but you know what's even better than that? That 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 one vote mattered, and it wasn't. Well, we tied the votes, and uh, this guy won by one vote. But we, we since we break the city up into sections of where it's more important where your vote are, you know, mm. we don't count all your votes if you live on the Church Street area. We just count. It just counts as five, no matter how many times you vote. And then we go to South Shores, and if you live in South Shores, you know, we we just like determine who won, but it just counts as seven votes. Mm. Because that's the amount of people who are there. That's what the electoral college feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Like all your votes don't really matter, right? But where you, you know, your vote kind of matters. But I mean, whoever gets the most votes, we're just going to give you ten. We're just going to give you ten votes, even though you got uh, seven million. You know, yeah. but we don't want too many people to live in uh, different places. Yeah, it's definitely weighted. The map is already gigantically Republican, mm-hmm. so it's like unbelievable that that twice now at least twice in my lifetime, that the popular vote winner didn't win. It's amazing that the that the popular vote is Democratic when the state looks like a, a giant red uh, a giant red uh, uh, map. <laughs> it's like it's on fire. I mean, I just had the weird, a silly thought, so I'm going to keep it keep it as a thought. Well, I hope it wasn't. Let's have <laughs> let's do a state matchup because then. Can't do that either. <laughs> we need the electoral college. How come we don't use electoral college for anything else? Because it's the only national race. I mean, I guess it's the answer. But how come there's not an electoral college built for your state? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, our state is Chicago. Whatever Chicago votes is going to win a statewide election. Oh my God! Every Chicago time, is literally it's its own state. So if it's so important nationally, why is it important statewide? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess technically Nebraska and Maine do that. They're broken into districts, at least mm. how they give their presidential votes out. I don't know what they do for their senators, and their obviously their reps are drawn by certain lines. But mm-hmm. We have way too many Democrats that live uh, north of 18th Street and south of here, so we're not going to give them all their votes. We're just going to count it as a nine. It's a niner. That's what you're just, like, throwing things out. Or it's based on your population, you know. If there's a million people there, we're going to give you 10 votes. We're going to give you 10 points. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people... Fully believe in the electoral college, but in the, in the biggest race, I just it just feels like your vote doesn't matter. Not for president, but it is utterly important for county and, and local races. Right, because the president's going to be who the president. Way more be. important anyway. Way more, especially in our state. Yeah, it probably matters, but you know, even when a president wins a state by one percent, you know that's like a eight hundred thousand votes mm-hmm. in Florida. What's the energy like outside? When did you? What was the energy? My like? polling place was. Uh, uh, well, I don't want to be too mean, but. 
I, I asked Kurt how it was going. And mm-hmm. He said, it's been steady. We've had a couple hundred. That didn't sound to me like monumental. Mm-hmm. Right. But steady. He says mm-hmm. steady. So the people are coming. I walked in and walked right to the first desk. Mm-hmm. Then I waited a moment to go to my next guy. Mm-hmm. I was behind one guy, kind of. Uh, actually, one. Actually, no, I wasn't. The people I was behind came up and asked a question. They had to get some marked on their sheet. Yeah, so I wasn't actually behind anybody. I walked in and walked in. Mm-hmm. When I left, there were about four people in line. But I was there for a max of six minutes. Mm, that's good. Yeah. It was well, good and bad because you want it to be busy. Mm-hmm. But I went at 2 o'clock. So mm-hmm. it's probably a good time to go. People are mostly working, but I was just left, ran to work, left work, ran there, ran back, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's open till 7. Mm-hmm. So. Right. You just can't complain about your state Medicare or your your health care. Nothing. You, 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 you can't you, complain about you, nothing. You can't complain about, right. Now, like, like right now, like, like Rodney against Betsy is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's how my political, it goes right to the health care stuff. But, right. But, you know, what those two people are fighting for, mm-hmm. you can't complain about anything they determine. You can't complain about anything that's determined by, by the state rep seat. Right. You, know, you can't complain about Sue Shear or... Charlie McGorry, if you were to win, you can't complain no matter what happens if you didn't vote at all. Period. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if no matter who wins, you still wouldn't complain. <laughs> You'd be frustrated, be frustrated on the inside, and then just hang out with your uh, with your spouse. Hang out with your boyfriend or girlfriend at night. Talk to your kids. Hang out with your cat and your dog. If you, if you didn't get the you right result from, from state's attorney tonight, you know, it, you don't have to be angry about it. Just yeah. be like, oh, they didn't have enough votes. Call me and we can hang out. Yeah. Courtney will have you over for pool. <laughs> right. He'll Something. talk smack, but you'll beat him. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> All right, last break of the day on this election day is another peak of the three-day weather forecast. The Rev. Courtney Carson with the last word. What's it look like? Today we've seen highs near 68. Tonight clear with a low around 45. Wednesday mostly sunny with a high just over 70. And then Thursday mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 70. Uh, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please go vote. This fall, our choice for Congress is clear. Lobbyist Betsy Londrigan is a Mike Madigan crony. In Springfield, Londrigan lined her pockets with Madigan's dirty insider deals. Then she took nearly 300 grand of Madigan's dirty money to buy a seat in Congress. Londrigan even took campaign cash from lobbyists under federal investigation for corruption and a rape cover-up. A Madigan machine politician, Betsy Londrigan would make Washington worse. There's a better choice. Our Congressman Rodney Davis is getting results for us. Rodney is taking on the big insurance companies to protect everyone with a pre-existing condition. And he's holding the big drug companies accountable to lower our prescription drug costs. And when the pandemic hit, Rodney secured lifeline loans for small businesses, helping to save over 2 million Illinois jobs. Rodney Davis is on our side. I'm Rodney Davis. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Rodney for Congress. Update your home with beautiful custom cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you within budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. Staley Credit Union understands that sometimes banking happens on the go. That's why we've designed our services to be as mobile as you are. With online and mobile banking available on laptops, tablets, and phones, we go everywhere you go. You can manage your debit and credit cards, deposit a check, or apply for a loan. Learn more today at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
That's a good America song. Is this Elton John? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> it is Lee Greenwood, right? I, I, this is my favorite song. This is a, he's the original. I was just making sure this is his version. He used to sing this song all the time. Yeah. Some of the song rings true. I'm not that proud anymore. No, you're still proud. Though. It's embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> I'm not proud. kidding. I, white, still... you, some is white guilt. We still need oh. to be, try to be optimistic tonight. Yeah. So I, I, I do what? I said, <laughs> I said we still need to try to be optimistic tonight, and I think. It's not about tonight to me. There's just a lot of things that are embarrassing. Yeah, yeah a lot but of silly stuff going on. Watch the first episode of the show, The Newsroom, and Jeff Daniels goes on a rant about why America's not the best country in the world anymore, but it can be. But it used to be. But it used to be. You remember? Could, oh, my God. Now, I don't know if any of those facts and figures are right, but it's about yeah. the, the only things that the U.S. leads is, like, incarcerated citizens and things like that. But we can still be great Americans individually, and I think that's what we need to know True. Tonight. Like, yeah. respect needs to be tonight, even though I, True. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably not going to be on we got to get to uh, the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines before we've got our giveaway. And I chat with Lauren Young. What's up, Lauren? Hi there. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's hey, super. Lord. Did you vote today yet? I sure did. All right. Who'd you vote for? List them for us one by one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's for real. Yeah, I'm List. for real. We need to know. Everybody, I everybody. voted for everybody that earned my vote. <laughs> I know that's right. I, uh, my answer to that when Courtney asked was Lloyd Holman. He ran unopposed. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we got coming up on Pharmacy Facts with Friends? So we have Dr. David Fletcher, who is our kind of COVID expert. We've had him on about once a month since we came back to do our show. And he gave us some insights on what employers and other businesses can do in order to um, mitigate some of the new changes that are going on. And we had Dr. Sobel on to talk about what is going on with the hospitals locally in regards to COVID. And then we had Todd Mason from the Beach House. Oh, wow. You finished with a little fun, huh? That's right. We wanted to support another local business, and he was telling us about all of the great ideas he has going forward at the Beach House. Well, good food and uh, good good business there. We appreciate it. Could be, <laughs> could be a good show tonight. Looking forward to it. That'll get started as soon as we go off the air here, just very shortly. So, Good deal. Thanks, Lauren. Yep. Bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Lauren. We'll talk to you. We're going to go off the air uh, giving away the Good Neighbor giveaway for today. Phone number is 875-1340, 875-1340. It's brought to you by State Farm agents Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. Whoever wins, you need to go into Mike Mandrell's office, which is right there with Rob's office on Pershing Road. And, uh, you know, it's first come, first serve. You'll pick up your $25 gift certificate to whichever place uh, you would like. And uh, it's 875-1340. Start calling now. If you're on the stream, call right this second. Uh, Dom will answer a winner probably right after we go off the air. we got about 20 seconds. You got a pick tonight? Got any picks? Got, got any bold predictions? No. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Well, you got five seconds. Oh, I'm not going to share. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. Full rundown tomorrow. Call right now. State Farm giveaway. We'll see you on uh, Election Day plus one. So long. Car, home, mobile. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.